Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space. Oh man, I'm hopped up on goofballs. The podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Mountain D- uh, Joel. My name is Sarah. <laughs> My name is Aaron. My name is Mia. This week is Spirited Away from 2001, a.k.a. Sento Chihiro no Kamika Kakushi. <laughs> uh, directed by Hayao Miyazaki and written by Hayao Miyazaki. Starring uh, a bunch of people. I'm not going to go through that. Uh, we watched the dubbed version for our purposes. I know, listener. You've just turned off the podcast in disgust. Please, please come back. Please come back. It's just, it's just easier to deal with uh, watching these things done in English for us, uh, for the purpose of the podcast. I mean, how, how do you guys prefer watching anime in general? I, I don't have a preference, but I always find the uh, the militant English subtitles, original language, to be the funniest thing in the universe. And I was going to shout that at you a few minutes ago. <laughs> 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 it's about the subtitles, Joel! That's what our audience wants, right? Honestly, though, I'll get anime any which way I can watch it, dubbed mm. or not. Mia? Sarah? I think it depends, because I remember in middle school I would mostly just watch the dub version, but I don't know, then... Like later on, I kind of felt bad. Like maybe I should just watch how it came, how it came yeah, out before. Yeah. You felt bad, yeah. So I'm like, mm, I'll start watching the Japanese. <laughs> right. I, I think you're okay. <laughs> Do you have a preference? I prefer either, like Aaron said, but I also kind of I've noticed that if I'm watching one with subtitles and I really like it, I usually watch it again pretty soon afterwards Mm. because that way, if there was something I missed, like I can either go back and read it or I can like watch the picture more because you kind of divide your attention a little bit more when there's like text. See, that's, that's my whole policy behind that now is like, especially in something like this, which is an animated movie, obviously I really want to get, an absorption of, of everything that's going on in the action. And I, I have kind of a reading comprehension problem. So like if there's text on screen, I have to read it, which is, which is part of the problem. Like I can't tear my eyes away, even if it's like English language and it's subtitled, I have to look at the subtitles. I can't help myself. Uh, sub, so subtitles are kind of a huge distraction for you. Yeah. Yeah. And m- most of the time, uh, like it, it doesn't get away, but you know, Mia picked this movie. Yeah, I did. And I was talking, you know, she asked me about it, like, how did you feel about it? I only saw it once. And uh, my answer was, eh. (laughs) Like, I don't, I didn't, like, hold this in high esteem, you know? It's not my neighbor Totoro. It's not uh, the Princess Mononoke. I mean, those are my my two favorite of the bunch. But watching it this time and paying attention to how beautiful everything looked, I, I just, like, it's a gorgeous movie. It is it is freaky though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What do you like about it? It's probably like one of my, if not my favorite movie. So I love it a lot. <laughs> so I think I first saw the English dub because like that came out in like 2002 and I was like four and it came out on VHS back when VHSs were a thing. And <laughs> I really liked it. Even then. Except the part with the pigs that freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, understandable. Is there anything you like, um, especially about the storytelling in this movie? Um, I think at the time, like, I know, like, now people would compare it to Alice in Wonderland, but, like, back then I didn't, I wasn't really into that as much. Mm. So it seemed like its own, like, thing to me. And it just, I don't know. It was, like, like Joel said, it's a gorgeous movie. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, the main thing but i also really like the characters and like i know everyone like japanese is like the way to go usually with japanese movies but um i think the english dubbed cast did a really good job too i totally agree with that mm -hmm. i was gonna say i didn't even make the correlation between um alice in wonderland until you just said that yep but i can totally see that <laughs> uh neither did i I totally see that now, though. <laughs> Did you see it back in the day, Aaron? Spirited Away, actually, Miyazaki was something I hardly experienced in my youth. I think I watched Kiki's Delivery Service at a young age, but I didn't really have an understanding of the significance of Miyazaki. Probably until I was in high school when I saw Princess Mononoke, and I was totally blown away. And then uh, after that, I think my mom got a hold of Spirited Away, and I saw that one. I didn't see Totoro until much later in life, and, but I, I, I enjoyed that one as I enjoyed that one as well. Went to the theater theater to go see um, Ponyo, Ponyo, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> which was all right. Yeah, it's all right. It was, I'm, I'm glad we <laughs> saw it in the theater. I mean, yeah. like it was it was very nice to see it in the theater, although the movie's not. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Actually, the one thing I really liked about about and what I do like about Miyazaki films is the the animation is just so beautiful and so much motion, and and uh, this movie, uh, which we're talking about, Spirit Away, has a lot of has a lot of really fun kind of motion, like focusing on things as they're walking and like the the motion of the ground moving with like feet or like the motion of the plants moving by characters' heads. That's always really fun to, to watch and see and. Love it. It's great. It's a great movie. When I was a young lad, <laughs> uh, my parents were also turned into pigs, and I was forced <laughs> to work at a bath. No, that's not what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was going to say, we had a VHS clamshell copy of My Neighbor Totoro, and we even had... Like in the clamshell, it came with a a postcard. If you paid like twenty four ninety nine plus shipping and handling, and sent this in, they would send you a little Totoro doll. Oh, and that's it, cool. we did it. Like, uh, you know, oh, you my, did? Yeah, yeah. My younger sister Robin, you know, who was probably like four or five at the time when we were watching it. You know, all of a sudden we had this Totoro doll, and we watched that VHS over and over again. The funny thing about that release is at the time. Obviously, Disney didn't have Studio Ghibli release. Troma released that VHS. That is amazing. Yeah, which is crazy. And uh, 
the like I miss that voice acting. <laughs> I wish that uh, you know the, it, when it got re-released, you know they replaced all the voice acting, which is just fine. The, like I uh, the the Disney version of the American dub is just fine. But I like I've seen yeah, the original. Yeah, you missed so the original times. though. Yeah, yeah, I, I've just seen it so many times. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's got this this crazy charm, and it was it felt more authentic to the the Japanese nature of the movie. Okay, okay, which is fine. Whatever. I've talked to Campo in the past about uh, Totoro and the, and the dubbing, and she said I think the the one prior to the Disney one she also enjoyed. A. Yeah, it's Rachel. Yeah, that's what that lady says. So what um, do you guys think this movie is about? Well, Desert um, Warrior. No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Lou Frigno. He's uh, trapped in a fairyland, <laughs> but he has to work at a bathhouse as a post-apocalyptic warrior. That doesn't sound that far-fetched. <laughs> 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 it's kind of like, uh, what do you call it? What is the sci-fi movie where, um, what did we watch for your Logan's Run or? Oh, yeah, for your birthday that one time. Oh, yay. Yeah. Yeah. Logan's Run's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, We haven't, we haven't covered that in the podcast yet. No. Oh, yeah, we should do that one. Nah. No, of course. (laughs) Is Logan's Run the one where they carousel? Yep. Yep. I think I confused that movie with the one where they have to escape. From the culture in the future. Yeah, and that's they, Logan's run. Where do they end up? <laughs> they, Man, we got to watch. We got to watch Logan's okay. run. They again. swim through a thing, and then there's that robot that's like fishes and something Plankton from the sea. From the sea, and then he meets the man with all the cats. Oh yeah, yeah. I confused that one and Soylent Green. I think. Oh, uh, I've not seen Soylent Green. That's uh, Charlie. That that, that movie is about Charlie Heston just kind of looking really dirty and yelling and yelling <laughs> at people. You're thinking of the Omega Man? <laughs> no, dude. He wears a cap. He kind of looks like permanently sweaty the whole movie, <laughs> and he's just like Soylent Green is made of people. You're thinking of Planet of the Apes? Damn dirty. There's another Joel. one too. There's another one that's like people are in this society that's supposed to be perfect and like yeah anyway you're um, thinking of back to the future no i don't i have no idea <laughs> yeah what did i where did i get going on that i don't know you you were saying oh, Lu, the, the lou frigno working in a, a bathhouse oh yeah 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 you were fantasizing about lou frigno in a bathhouse for some oh reason oh my god <laughs> no you see what happens is, is lou frigno finds the special bath uh, uh chip thing that will that will cure his eye and he just puts his head into the water spout and it like magically makes his eye better oh, yeah. i think i was visualizing him <laughs> Working at a bathhouse for the drones, and that led <laughs> me to Logan's Run. Okay, <laughs> I can see that. And he's still wearing his leather diaper. <laughs> <laughs> for listeners that are mystified by this, see our previous episode on Desert Warrior. <laughs> but yeah, this. Have you guys ever watched? There's a video on YouTube called the Miyazaki Easter Egg Hunt. I need to. I think you showed it to me. Uh, it's it's not really like, cool. Shows the comparisons uh, between the movies and stuff like that. They give, yeah, they give little um, nods to different <laughs> things in different movies. And they did like, uh, oh. they showed like a correlation between a few different movies and okay. this one and a few visual spots. So and I think you might have showed that to me or I watched a little bit of it yeah. at, at, at work at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. 
Like okay. Totoro and the Radish Man both giving the side eye. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. What do you guys think of that Radish Man? Sexy or? Uh, <laughs> uh, 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. stars. Yep. <laughs> I'd be in an elevator with him. Yep. I bet he smells fresh. <laughs> well, he's like mm-hmm. a radish. That's true. So a little pungent, but he's, fresh. He's got a little flag over his uh, genitalia. His, his Radish oh. genitalia. <laughs> his Radish genitalia. <laughs> Naturally. Can we have one episode where you don't talk about a radish's ding dong? I swear. Uh, nope. Oh my god. <laughs> Mia. Hmm. Well, I heard um, Miyazaki like he was inspired by this movie because he went on a trip like before he was retired, but like he went on a trip with a friend and his like ten year old daughter, and then like the ten year old like inspired him for um, the character of Chihiro. Mm. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> She's a wonderful character. Like, I really like the way she deals, like, you know, she's in that terrifying situation, but we don't, we really don't hear very much whining from her. She just kind of, like, ends up going with the flow because she doesn't know what else to do. And I thank goodness for that because sometimes children (laughs) characters in in animated movies, you just want to reach through the screen and be like, stop being a child. Well, Sarah and I had it. Sarah and I had a quick conversation while the movie was going. What? Uh, well, well, putting ourselves in the main character's shoes. Why wasn't I involved? Oh, I... You were there. You were there. You just weren't listening. I was drunk. <laughs> I, was, I was too busy thinking about that radish man. What's oh going on? Well, I, again, I don't blame you on that. But, okay. Uh, but we were talking about putting ourselves in her in Sin's shoes. Yes. Uh, and, and I was pretty sure I would have checked out after parents turned into pigs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have been done. I did hear you guys talking about that, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, if the idea of some stranger telling me to get a job <laughs> would have worked for me. Go down personally. there and get a job. Just go down to the boiler room and get a job. Mm. I'm kind of wondering, though, if it was like part magic because, like, you know, you can forget your name once you're there for a while. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, maybe there's something that makes you kind of forget about your past life. So maybe part of the reason she was easygoing about, even though I do think she's really brave in the movie and her character is like really um, determined and works hard and does everything she can. I do think that maybe there's magical element that like made it easier for her. Yeah, well, Fair I enough. think that, yeah. A little. Yeah. With Hawk, well, I mean, she basically meets Haku right away, so I think that was a big leg up for her. Yeah. He gives her that magic berry. <laughs> Who knows what power that berry holds? Well, he told us it wouldn't turn into a pig. Don't do this, but definitely eat the fruit here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, don't eat, don't eat that delicious food over there. It'll turn you into a pig, but eat the fruit from the ground. You have to eat a little <laughs> bit of food, not all of the food like your parents. <laughs> I found it intriguing, too, that, that, that when, she, when he, she was offered the fruit, uh, she still couldn't stand up right. after eating it, and he had to cast like, a spell on her legs. Yeah, to unbind her. her. Yeah. 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 I wonder if the, uh, the hawk lady person thing that was... That was flying around. Lady Hawk was flying around looking for Rutger Hauer. And I think that maybe that was like part of the human spell binding or oh, something okay, like that. Okay. Was that like Michelle Pfeiffer? Yes. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, 25 years from now. I mean, she's still, she's, she's, 
you know, she's a normal looking person. I don't know. This, this <laughs> is an old witch she's lady. Keeping it tight. She's keeping it tight. I'm, I'm just, it, l- Michelle, call me, okay? <laughs> we can work something. <laughs> no, yeah. No, this lady had a face that was real scary. Does, <laughs> does that make the little bright eyed frog man Matthew Broderick? <laughs> oh, Probably. yeah. Mm. Frogman's day out. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I, I could, <laughs> for me, I kind of felt like the main character was like. Um, I like that little frogman. Like uh, May from My Neighbor Totoro, if she like got older. Oh yeah. I okay. I couldn't help but notice some like similar personality traits between the two characters that they were both curious, but like. Tough you know, tough and able yeah. to kind of pull through things, even if they got hard. And um, and I feel like she had, I don't know how old she's supposed to be. Do you guys? No. Eight or nine, right? Maybe yeah. older. I feel like she wasn't that old, just because of the way she was talking. It does seem she, like she might have been preteen or something like that because I, I do feel like uh, she was acting more like a teenager when they were like in the car on the move although you're well, not disrespectful to the parents or anything like that but like she's supposed to be like 10 years old yeah yeah well not wanting change right that, make, that makes sense you know moving, right. moving's a big deal <laughs> I'd rather you turned into pigs than we had to move <laughs> I don't know how many times I've said that to my parents <laughs> now her parents don't seem to really pay much attention to her. I mean, I know when you're 10, you don't need to be watched constantly, but they seem to kind of have a, yeah, blase about being in a new place and not really paying attention to where their daughter was. <laughs> yeah. Like, And it seemed kind of like a strange, like when you go to those like fake old West towns or like ghost towns, that's what it felt like. And I would be like, and I don't think a little kid should be wandering around a ghost town by themselves. <laughs> Could fall into a hole or something. They seemed pretty confident about walking through that town. Yeah, they did. Mm. I, I myself would have been like, I'll come back later. I'm probably <laughs> going to take care of my responsibilities, like, i.e. the movers that are, you know, <laughs> dropping off our boxes at our new house right now. Mm-hmm. We can come back here later. <laughs> later. But they were driven by the smells of meats. Sweet, sweet meats. There's probably a whole series of further adventures with this this poor girl and her her terrible parents. That <laughs> her dad just keeps doing whatever he thinks is the right thing. Driving, keeps turning into different things. Driving eighty miles per hour down a, a cobblestone path. This was not the dad from my neighbor Totoro. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> no. That guy was a good dad. <laughs> this guy was Aww. kind of you know. He was, like, engaged in his daughter's life. Like, <laughs> he had glasses. Yeah. This guy wanted, this guy wanted meats, and he had credit cards <laughs> had credit. and money to blow. He yep. just wanted to get his grub on. <laughs> There's a reason why they they hired Michael Chiklis to do his American voice. Because okay. he's built like a brick house, for God's sake. Yeah. Just a stocky person. You can see why he turned into a pig. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> keep bringing it back. Uh, what was I going to say? You know, I really appreciate how in most of these uh, Miyazaki movies, they have strong female protagonists. Oh, like, yeah. It's so 
He does it intentionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I really love it. You don't even like, no, like, I've, I've never really even thought about it before. Like, they're just like such good movies, but it's like Princess Mononoke. That's, that's an amazing, uh, female protagonist in that movie. And then, you know, obviously, both of the girls in, in My Neighbor Totoro and freaking Kiki's Delivery Service and Spirited Away and on and on. Nausicaa. You know, Nausicaa, <laughs> Valley of the Wind. Valley of the Wind. There Even was, Ponyo. Ponyo. <laughs> there was like a viral video on Facebook for a while that was about like how Miyazaki did these movies intentionally because of his daughter. Mm. Oh. Or daughters, I don't know. But he definitely goes out of his way to try and put girls into unfamiliar circumstances and show them being strong and figuring it out. And I think that's awesome. House yeah. movie castle. Mm-hmm. I think he's even said before that, like, like before making movies, he would, like, see all these other movies about, like, how the girl would need to be saved or she would, like, be the second protagonist or whatever. And he felt like, well, girls don't need a savior. They can be self-sufficient and, like, I really think that shows in a lot of his work. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, his own son, Goro, he just spit on him. <laughs> like, get back to the drawing table, Goro. It's like in Jiro Dreams of Sushi, how his son really wants to be as good as, as Jiro. It's just like, you're never going to be as good. Did you watch the documentary that's about Studio Ghibli and him? And Was it about the making of this movie? No. It was about the making of um, one that uh, came out a while ago about like a plane, like a fighter. Oh, plane. The, the wind yeah, rises. Yeah, I know yeah. that one. Um, I didn't see it. I, I did. I have see, not seen Wind Rises either. I did see like this. Um, I think it was an extra on the DVD I have of Spirited Away of like how they made the film and like he for the part when Shahiro like is opening Haku's mouth when he's a dragon and like how he brought them to like a dog shelter or something oh, for them yeah. to like open a dog's oh, mouth. That makes sense. Yeah. Get, like, that makes the, sense. Oh my gosh. To get the, the more realistic. Yeah. So clever. That makes <laughs> oh sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like there's textures in all of his work where there aren't textures in other animated things sometimes. It's more there are layers that move independently of each other. Yeah. And I don't really know how to explain it because I don't really know how to do it myself, but your eye can catch it looking completely different from other animation does. Mm -hmm. If you look closely, there's like always another level. Like sometimes it's water that's shining a little bit and there's like something sparkling in it. Or sometimes like there was this amazing moment in this movie when we were just watching it. Where the woman who's in charge of the back bathhouse looks outside and the lights that are far away have this effect on them that's like, um, like a refraction that happens like in photography. When you're taking a picture of light and water together, they do this kind of separate splotchy thing and it's like they, they, created that look with drawing that's amazing and Mm -hmm. it was like mind-blowing for me yeah that's just so cool that they (laughs) take that much effort to try and make things have depth yeah there's so much detail in 
like every part really like just like towards the end of the movie uh, and it, like obviously everyone says you should watch this movie so we're we're not going to go plot by plot or anything like that but uh when uh, sen is meeting uh the other witch lady that's in this movie uh i pointed out that <laughs> they kept doing the this kind of zoom in on on sen and she has her little mouse and, and bird buddy there but just to the like the almost the entire right half of the screen is this woman's enormous nose because <laughs> both of the witch ladies in this movie have these gigantic noses and i i really feel like it's kind of a detail that you wouldn't you wouldn't see in a movie because that you know we're trying to focus on the thing like why bother putting in this body part and it doesn't stand out either in a way because it's it's not like the person's mouth or anything like that. it's just like it's almost like somebody had an elbow, you know, in, in part of the frame. But it, it like that detail is is kind of amazing. Like why why would anyone put it in there? Well, because in I, I feel it's almost like in a real life situation, so if somebody's got you know a body part sticking near you, that's how it actually is. Yeah, <laughs> they were pretending it was like the lens of the camera, like right. catching something in view. That they didn't, they didn't have to do it. It was intentional because they were trying to make it look more real. Yeah. Like yeah. that happens in real life, but in animation, you can draw whatever you want. Right. And they made that choice. Those witch women just felt like they lived on a different dimensional level than the rest of the movie. <laughs> right. Like sometimes they were just so gigantic. <laughs> and sometimes they were just, you know, normal size. And then sometimes their mouths were like cavernous. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm, it's just amazing. Yeah. Truly amazing. And then don't, don't can't, that, that big baby though. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, you want to adopt that baby. <laughs> that big baby. Mm -hmm. That big baby though. Mia, you're going to be having a big baby anytime soon? <laughs> Ew. You have one of those big babies of your own. Oh, Joaquin. Everybody, no, not brother. that kid. <laughs> that kid is a big baby. <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> I just thought of this detail that, like, I was trying to figure out. Uh, so this, this same witch that they visit at the end of the movie, she appears kind of like a, like a, a spirit almost, uh, later after Haku's been hurt. And she, you know, she talks and says, introduces herself as the, the owner of this bathhouse, twin sister and stuff like that. And I noticed she was missing an arm and I was like, oh, that's interesting. This, you know, maybe that's a way to tell these sisters apart. One of them is missing their, their left arm. And then later when we see her again, she has both of her arms. So I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe I was mistaken. <laughs> and right now, I just realized the reason she was missing her arm is because that paper doll she had was missing its oh, arm. That's oh, cool. yeah. And it's like that level of detail. <laughs> like, it's just like. That's so cool. Because you heard the voice coming from the paper doll at one point. Right. Right. Yeah. And it was her voice. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It yep. was like her her spirit inhabiting that, that thing. Just, just one of the many things. Like, I feel this, it's a movie that you could just pick over mm -hmm. all the time. It's a series of, like, baths and home invasions. <laughs> <laughs> it's, kind of, it's a pretty awesome movie. It's great. Mm -hmm. I saw this once a long time ago, and I think I might have fallen asleep. <laughs> but um, I think I confuse it with um, the other one that came out around the same time, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. Or was it no? I mean, House Moving Castle came out before that. The... Is there like a fortress in that one? Yeah, H yeah. House came out later. 
Yeah, it came out later. Past after Spirit mm-hmm. Away? Yeah. yeah, I did. You guys are liars. I saw one of no, them in the theater. I think it was that yeah. one. I'm looking it up on the internet right now. <laughs> House came out in like 2006, yeah. 2007. At least yeah. American. American. It says Ponyo movies. came out after Spirit Away. <laughs> no, it and that's didn't. it. And that's <laughs> Ponyo. Nothing the, else. The, fi- the final Miyazaki film. <laughs> Uh, I would have been so mad if that was it. Yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally right, I don't know guys. if you knew that. He can tell you what happened when. He knows everything. Princess Mononoke <laughs> came out in 97. Spirited yep. Away, 2001. Howl's Moving Castle came out uh, uh 2000.5. He's thinking about it. 2004. Two, two, 2004. Okay. The, the year 2000.5. Okay, right. I remember that year, Joel. Ponyo came out 2008, so there. Ha. Yeah. I was right about that. Now, give me my prize. I never really saw any of uh, Miyazaki's movies until uh, Princess Mononoke came out, and that kind of blew my mind. And my friends, my best friends at the time, were in a band, and um, we all got really into the movie, and we were watching it over and over again. And then they created these costumes from the movie for Halloween and played, like, a concert in the costumes and, Mm. like... It was pretty awesome. Like, we got pretty into it, but I, we dorked out. <laughs> but after that, I kind of started noticing the other ones. And, um, there were some from long ago that I still haven't seen. But since then, I really like, uh, my neighbor Totoro and Kiki's delivery service. I watched those a lot with my little nephew. I was nannying. But, um, have you guys seen when Marnie was there? Oh yeah, I, I saw the beginning of it. I didn't finish it, but I thought it was really good. Like I have not I have not completed it either. Yeah. That one is kind of crazy. I uh I think he wasn't a part of that one, was he? No, he's not the director of that movie. Yeah. I liked it. The animation was still gorgeous, but um it was different. It's kind of more like a ghost story. But this is kind of like spirits too. Mhm. Yeah, that was directed by Hiromasa Yanebayashi. Is that his son? No, his son is Goro. 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 Not that Goro. Goku. Yes, his son no. is Goku. <laughs> Goku. Wow. He has a tail. I'm not even sure if Marnie was there is a... Oh, it is Studio, yeah, studio Ghibli's film. Ghibli, Ghibli, Ghibli or Ghibli? It's Ghibli. Ghibli's. Oh, whoops. <laughs> studio Ghibli's film. <laughs> Final film for the longest break, so, yeah. Did they do The Cat Returns? Yes. Yeah. yeah the, cat, the Cat Returns is the only one I saw as a kid. Oh, that one's cute. I like that one. Yeah, no, I like it. Piggy Pilot. Yeah, Porco no. Rosso. I never saw that. I see. So here's the time to interrupt here to talk about... Where you can hear all of our other stuff. Like we mentioned earlier, we did uh, Desert Warrior recently. So if you want to get all of our obscure references about Lou Ferrigno in a diaper, just got to go on to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or not SoundCloud, sorry, uh, any of the podcatcher apps, and you can see our full catalog on stuff there. Uh, if you have the time, subscribe to us. We'd really appreciate that. And I'd like to take a second to talk about a different podcast. They are called the Hollywood Science Podcast. So Hollywood Science is a comedy scientific analysis podcast about the generally awful science in movies. You can join them as they talk about banana monoliths, lasers, explosions in space, robot people, and much more. They post new episodes every Tuesday and on Elijah Wood's birthday. 
<gasps> That's good news. And they're available at all the usual places, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, uh, local blood rune stores, you know, normal stuff. And uh, let's get back into that. That's all I have. We don't have any new reviews. I'm very disappointed in everybody. <laughs> oh, they're just storing the review energies. That's true. You know, people don't like to use iTunes, and I, I don't blame them. Sometimes it's a very confusing program. Like, I, I personally use Overcast, but I also have iTunes on the phone so that I can, you know, drop a review for the podcast that I do like. Most of the pods I listen to still use SoundCloud. I'm kind of sad about SoundCloud. Yeah, I mean, it didn't go away like they said they were going to, but... Well... I mean, it's inevitable. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Unlike Podient, which will last forever. That's right. <laughs> Hopefully. So, what was your guys' favorite character from this movie? Mm. I just totally forgot mine. I got everything about this. Okay, no, I, I have mine. Anybody? Shahiro. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, she's the main character. I think just because, like... Oh, Sin. Yeah, or Sin. Yes. A.K.A. The fake Sen. name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I forgot her real name. I was her for Halloween one time, but the costume wasn't that good. But, yeah, I really like her character. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite's Porco Rosso. I mean, no, um, uh, for this movie. Ah. Uh, uh, um, uh, that's a good question. Who's my favorite character? Robocop. Uh, yeah. Aaron. That's, Ro- that's, Robocop, if he was Super Saiyan. No, uh, that's no, Neil's uh, favorite character. <laughs> Hi, Neil. Uh, I'm going to say that my, mine's, my favorite from this movie is more than likely the frog. I just thought he was a super little cute frog guy who... Just kind of was in the wrong place at the wrong time every, every time. time. Every time. Every <laughs> time. The facial expressions of these creatures, they just crack me up. Mm-hmm. Like, you see these kind of, like, duck creatures that are, like... It's adorable. <laughs> they just, like, are walking along and they have this vacant look in their eyes. And it's just kind of silly. Like, they're... And there were other characters, too, that were kind of reminding me of characters in uh, Princess Mononoke, the way they moved or their face or mm. whatever. My, my favorite comment you made, Sarah, over watching this is, was when, uh, you know, like after the boat landed and, and all these things, things start forming and taking shape. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, you just see like like nine or eleven of these duck creatures in a row kind of, <laughs> kind of you know, kind of wo- wobbling back and forth towards the door. And you're just like, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no big deal. Exactly. <laughs> Hold your breath. This, this is normal. <laughs> yeah. Just those duck creatures over there. Yeah. I just was just kind of like mystified by uh, the imagination in this movie. And I love it. I love it. But I I also think that um, it's a little bit gross. What do you mean? Which part? Well, the way that, you know, in some places Princess Mononoke is gross. There's like slime and like and bloody violence. You get a feeling of smell from like visuals. <laughs> it's really weird. Like you can imagine... That something would feel a certain way or smell a certain way. She's also, uh, the, Sen has those great reactions where, like, you know, she, she pulls back her, her lips into that grimace and then, mm-hmm. like, her hair, like, even stands on it. There's mm-hmm. the one part where, like, she gets, um, I can't, I can't remember specifically what it is, but it, it's something that, like, terrifies her or, or, like, just, 
frightens her so thoroughly at one moment where you see the hair and you you could like like I know exactly how she'd be feeling. Yeah, just based on what she's doing. <laughs> the stench from the from the from the, the smelling spirit. It was something after that. I was oh. something. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. It, yeah, but you feel like I've felt that way before. Yeah, <laughs> like when you see her do that, even though it's like. Yeah. It's not something you can explain in words. It's no. like a sensation, but they drew it. Yes. You know? Yeah. Ooh, okay, my other favorite character is um I think in one version she's Lynn and in another version she's Rin, so I don't really yeah, know. She's great. Susan Egan like does a great job, I think that's her name. She is also Megara in Hercules, so Oh yeah. She's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I also really liked the um Spider guy mm-hmm. in the boiler room. Old man spider Oh, Kamaji. Yeah. He's awesome. Do you have a favorite one? I I like the spirit of the raver, a.k.a. the boy, a.k.a. the dog dragon creature. Haku. Oh, man. A.k.a. Fox. Fox chicken foot. I thought you meant the spirit of the other <laughs> river. A.k.a. bull cut. The poop, master. The poop monster. No. Master He-Man haircut. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prince Valiant haircut. <laughs> uh, Must be for nobility with that hair, do you? <laughs> I thought he was a girl until he started talking. <laughs> I'm not a girl. My favorite character are the three head guys. <laughs> oh, you know the ones that are in charge. No, I just kidding. They're just they're just three severed heads that roll around. One of them has a different mustache, but yeah. They Again, don't. no big deal. Yeah. Severed heads. No. Yeah. I kind of wish I had, like, throw pillows shaped like those guys. <laughs> I'll remember that, Joel. Yep. Oh, you're going to make them? Nice. Uh, maybe. Sounds good to me. Second place, the baby when he becomes a mouse because it's adorable. Mm-hmm. It's just a chubby little mouse guy. Yeah. And I like him. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Not when he's a baby. The big baby is creepy and shiny, and that's another thing they do with these illustrations. They make things look, like, shiny and smooth and, like, <laughs> uh, sometimes kind of, like, oily looking. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, textural. All right. Okay, here's the next question. Which one of these guys are you going to kiss? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Only in their monster form. Haku, duh. Kiss that dragon? That dragon? Uh, I like dogs. I'll kiss, I'll kiss that pig. <laughs> they made the pigs look kind of crazy. I I kind of wondered if there was like an undertone of like pureness too, because <laughs> like there was she was like pure of art, and right. she didn't want the gold, and she didn't want um, the food, you know, that her parents were pigging out on. And I feel like maybe there's something like, mm, like sloth or something like yeah. a what do you call that? Like the overindulgence that like greed, greed and yeah. gluttony. Greed, that, yeah, gluttony. I think that's a big thing about mm-hmm. like the frogs there. Like how Pestilence. money is like no, a big factor in like how No Face like gets whatever he wants and how they all like serve him. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I feel like the greed her parents had for the food in the beginning is kind of what changed them into pigs. I don't know if the food itself was, like, I don't know. 
you Baba yeah. changed them because like the food was for the spirits. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> also, that food was delicious. Yeah, it was like really. It was out of this world. I gotta eat some sweet, <laughs> sweet food. And they they're they're good at drawing food to make it look good. I know it looks so. Good. <laughs> oh, sounds good to me. Four spirits. Probably my favorite part of this movie is that it's one place. A place can be different at nighttime. Mm. Mm-hmm. I really like the idea of there being a place that's one thing by day and it's a different place by night. And I think that there's probably a lot of really magical stories that you could do with that idea. And also, a movie that Joel really liked that we haven't done yet for the podcast is like that. Gremlins 2. <laughs> no, Dark City. Oh. Well, there is no date. In that city. That's why it's called Dark City. <laughs> or Dork City. For dorks. Did things change, though? I mean, they, they change, yeah. You At know, certain be- intervals? Because people use their brains to change the things. It's been a while since I've seen that. Alright, next up, Dark City. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, though. Anything else you want to say about this, Mia? Mm. It was your pick. Defend yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was something, and I'm losing it. Uh, oh, um, so I had this on VHS, and then I think I forgot about it for like a little bit, but not like I forgot about it, but just like I didn't watch it for a while. And then like I bought the DVD back um at like a Barnes and Noble, and I watched it again, and I just like fell in love with it all over again. Mm, so, that's exciting. So good. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, the first time I was, like, oh, I want to see it. I think I just wanted to see it because, like, I recognized the animation and I had seen um, trailers for it on TV. So, I was, like, oh, I want to get that DVD cause it, or VHS because that's all that we had back then. Yeah. Oh, or we had DVDs. We just didn't use them as much. So, okay. There used to be a place called Blockbuster. We went there <laughs> one. <laughs> we went there. My family and I went there one Friday night and um, I saw it on the shelf and I was like, ooh, I want to buy it. And my mom's like, oh no, I already bought it for you. Like, don't get it. So, oh, nice, nice. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch it at home. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, it was like, I think it was the VHS tape at Blockbuster. No, no, yeah, yeah. I don't understand that word you're saying. You could walk what? Into, you could walk <laughs> Blockbuster? into a Joel. Yeah, what's that? You, you walk in there and-, and Is that like a Netflix? And they're like, hey. Kind of. <laughs> we're what Redbox will be. And oh, Redbox? Yeah, they'll, they'll hand you a DVD and they'll be like, please return this. Mm. Please, or they'll be like, I have to talk to a person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be like, please don't return this so we can you can owe us money. Oh, yeah. $60. Yeah. <laughs> I miss Blockbuster. Me too. I miss any <laughs> video store. Yeah. There's a part of my brain that works much better when I'm, like, in a curated environment. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get new ideas and I see things differently and different things occur to me if I have, like, a selection of things in front of me that's different from, like, that's different from Netflix or different from, you know, not actually being there and picking it up or whatever. I agree with you. That mm-hmm. we're, I think we're, we're definitely losing something as a society <laughs> not having these video stores. <laughs> but uh, not much we can do about it with all these amazing streaming services all right. uh, at our fingers tip. 
That's why I spend so much time on Letterboxd looking at, like, people's lists and, like, I follow a bunch of people and they, like, I, I specifically have cur curated these kind of people because they watch a bunch of things that I wouldn't even know about, you know, uh, either trash movies that are, you know, only on VHS haven't released or, or things that were just added to Netflix that otherwise wouldn't have popped up, you know, even, even though they have, like, new to streaming kind of section sometimes they, things just go you know by the wayside and uh, like i'll i'll pick a year i'll pick a genre and i'll be like i haven't seen this movie before that looks you know based on the description or the cover or whatever i'll check that out and that's the best we can do i mean technically <laughs> we have more movies available to us than we ever did with any video store but for some reason it still feels like it's not there I can't explain it, but it might have something to do with, like, colors or photographs or something, like, um, visual. I I feel the same way when I look at beads online that I want to buy, even if they tell me exactly what their size is, even if I can see exactly what their shape is. Mm -hmm. Something about having it in my hand when I go to a bead store physically like is much different for me. It's like a different experience and I'm able to like pick it out and use it better. But like, well, I, I agree with you. Yeah. It, because in my opinion, walking up to a man or a woman, mm -hmm. depending on whoever's behind the counter mm -hmm. and just being like, Hey, I want something like crawl. Yeah. <laughs> I, Your that, vo that, that vocalization I think is far more important than typing into Google. What's, what's a movie like, like crawl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of, and I feel like your brain synthesizes things that, you know, a search engine couldn't necessarily. Like, maybe this person has seen this one movie that you've never heard of from another country or something. And I definitely feel like sometimes it's just that concoction in an individual's brain that comes up with, like a different idea than searching by a keyword or whatever that you're like, Oh, that kind of reminds me of this. And then you put the two ideas together in your head, but I don't know. It seems like they haven't recreated that exactly with, um, digital, digital interface. Yeah. yeah. I, a helpful guide that I've, I've found. Um, and I'm very thankful for, uh, Campo. For this is a um, she watches a lot of film and movie critics on YouTube, and that is how I find a lot of new things. No, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Never watch those, uh, <laughs> and I'm 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 very thankful for for that. No nostalgia critic, no uh, <laughs> film snob or whatever, none of that garbage. Oh, well, by the way, the Cin cinema snob actually. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, what I said. Film snob. No, no, film fart, whatever his name is. <laughs> By the way, the nostalgia critic also loves this movie. <laughs> hey, uh, nostalgia critic, uh, give us a call. Uh, I'm call. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Give us a call. <laughs> Shout out to Phelous. That dude's oh, awesome. I met you one time. Yeah, at the whoever that guy is, I don't like. <laughs> I know he was, a, he was so cool. Whatever his stupid face is and his voice, he needs to just get out of here. Anyway, um, <laughs> some of my favorite Spirited Away fan art is one of Sin with a proton pack on. <laughs> if you've ever seen that, it's pretty good. All right, we're stopping this podcast forever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this officially has become our last episode, guys. Oh this gosh. is great. 
So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Why does that bother you? <laughs> it's just part of the internet mashup culture. That's all. <laughs> uh, it's like that time Doctor Who met Shrek. Remember? Oh yeah. Ew. You love Shrek. Shut I do. Up. No, the second one. I oh, love. you were you were like, ew, Doctor Who, get away from my Shrek. For some reason, I, <laughs> for some reason, I was picturing Doctor Who regenerating into a Shrek. <laughs> oh yeah, why not? <laughs> Rose, that's totally possible. <laughs> you were you were wonderful. Whatever he says to him, and he regenerates and goes donkey. <laughs> you hey, got layers no, like a TARDIS. <laughs> layers, <No>. layers. <laughs> Wait, that's not that's not what he sounds like at all. And then oh. All Star plays. Hey now, you're an All Star. Yep. Get your game on. Go play. Somebody. Yep, yep, yep. Don't go down that road. I can't do that. So I'm, uh, I'm going to read the outro stuff. Uh, if you guys are okay with that, uh, it's getting pretty late here on the East Coast. It's the West Coast. Joel. Whatever. Mm-hmm. West Coast represents. Uh huh. Mr. Warren G and such. Wait, is that East Coast or West Coast? Doesn't matter. And uh, you guys think of a lesson that you learned from Spirited Away, a.k.a. Radish Man Saves the World. <laughs> That's what it was called, right? Radish Man in the Elevator. And we'll do this real quick since we've been doing the uh, middle of the thing interruptions. Uh, if you guys have any comments or movie suggestions, we'd appreciate it if you wrote into our email address at please don't podcast at gmail.com or message us on fa- and Facebook or Twitter. Facebook is facebook.com slash PDSMIOS and Twitter is at Outer Space Pod. If you have a chance, go check out our podcasting network at eartrumpetaudio.com. There you can find a whole bunch of other shows that we are associated with, like. Mm, let's go with Pet Cinematary. Wendy Mays hosts a show where she has guests on to talk about the best part of any movie, the animal actors that are involved. Recently, she did The Thing, and uh, it was actually featured, I believe, on, uh, I don't remember, it was Podmas or, or Slate. It was, it was featured in a big way, and it is a really good episode. If you like The Thing, check out that episode, Pet Cinematary, available on all the usual places. All right. You. You. Mm-hmm. You. Yeah. What's up? You. <laughs> Sometimes your parents get turned into pigs. Not, not enough songs in the this movie, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, also. You'll have to leave that in the suggestion box for Miyazaki's next film, because we know he's not going to be staying retired for very long. Oh, he's already out of retirement. Yeah, he's, he's he doing some sort, of, he some sort of movie about stuff. Um, airplanes, probably, or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when your boyfriend's a river dragon, there's not much you can do. <laughs> Joel, we need to get you in the recording studio. Mm. Yeah, very soon here. <laughs> there's this patriotic Chinese song that I learned when I was there that's like comparing these two rivers to two dragons. Oh. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of just now. Joel. <laughs> When the river dragon has a bicycle in his butt, there's not much you can do. <laughs> That's what happened, right? He had a thorn there's in his side, Joel. Oh, okay. A thorn. I put a bicycle well, out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole bunch of garbage. 
That anyway. wasn't Ham. That was the other guy. Well, that was, was other- that was also a river god. That's what I'm saying. They were both river gods. I really liked his smiley face after he, after he was like, when "You set then? me free." When he, was, when he was like, he was all ah. He was, was like, chicka chicka. When the face evaporated, I was like thinking of that episode of the New Twin Peaks when the face like just no, it just floats off in the jail cell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Goofy goober. Okay, anyway, uh, yeah. So, Mia, what's the lesson you learned from Spirited Away? Uh, gonna be boring because my answer is not that funny. But um, I think like how said at one point, or Miyazaki, I don't know, Mr. Miyazaki, he said, like, um, that, uh, since Chihiro's, like, kind of whiny at the beginning, and then, like, at the end, she's, like, a lot of a stronger person, he wasn't trying to say, like, that she evolved, but, like, that she always had that inside of her, and, like, it was just kind of opening herself up to that. So, uh, I think... That's what this is about. Finding the strength inside of you. G.I. Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes your parents move you to a new place and then they turn into pigs. See? Yeah, I know. I really can't wait to get this on like a cassette tape or something. Like, it's pretty exciting, Joel. So uh, you're on a first name basis with uh, Mr. Hayo, or or, or you, do you no. want to get it, Hayo, Mr. Miyazaki? Please write in if you want to date Mia. She's <laughs> no, oh. I want to work for you. I'll learn Japanese. <laughs> Is your son Goro single? Because uh, <laughs> oh my, mm-hmm. Aaron, do you have a lesson? Uh, my lesson is that uh, uh, if I'm stuck in a fairy tale land of some sort, that uh, I learned that if I was in this situation, that I could trust my shoes. With a little boiler room spirits. Mm. They have a nice little cubby hole. You yeah. Put your shoes in for you. Yeah. You gotta lift a really heavy rock first, though. That's okay. Mm. You can always count on those dust balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or the sprites are. Soot sprites. Soot sprites. Soot sprites. <laughs> They're pretty cool. They're pretty uh, cool. I like them. Sarah, do you have a lesson? lesson? Oh, okay, sorry. Is. Joel, we can hear your fidget spinner. Mm-hmm. Sound police. Police yourself. Weedle, weedle. <laughs> yeah. I gotta keep it away from the mic. For me, this was a kind of a dangerous movie where there was some <laughs> dangerous things happening. I feel like it's kind of a cautionary tale for me. Like, I'm a very curious person, but I would just say when you're exploring someplace new, be careful. <laughs> Don't go too far away. Don't get too um, lost from where you came from, and keep mm. keep uh, keep your car in sight. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I think my lesson is, uh, yeah, don't go too far off the beaten path. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Stay the course. Never explore. <laughs> Which is funny because I kind of believe the opposite of that, but in this movie, that's the lesson for me. Mm-hmm. Because your parents might turn into <laughs> pigs. Uh, Kempo, what's your lesson from this movie? I listen to your dad when he goes crazy into the forest 
Don't follow him. I got credit cards. Yeah, I got cash. <laughs> I got cash. <laughs> Your dad just decides to go barreling through a forest that's filled with uh, burial tombs and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't follow him into the dark, ominous tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> They told Agreed. her stay in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, yeah in the beginning. Yeah. Like, just stay in the car, Jahiro. Who knows how long she would have been in there for. <laughs> yeah, but... I Gee, mean, Mom and Dad, too. I know it's great and all that he's back, but I mean, what else is he going to put her? <laughs> yeah, seriously. They seem to have a lack of judgment there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Good <laughs> lesson. Never listen to father. Even if he turns into a pig. Okay, Especially no, if he turns into a pig. I guess you can't listen to him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say his haircut was very proportional to his pig face. That's yeah. true. When he was, when he was transforming. Yep. Yeah. Would you say he's a handsome pig? He's like a bebop or a rock steady. Mm-hmm. As handsome as Radish Man. I don't, <laughs> I don't think anyone is. I, I think Radish Man, just 10 out of 10. Uh-huh. 10 out of 10 me. star. Yeah. So I've got two lessons. Uh, first lesson is um, don't eat food that's just sitting around, even if it smells really good. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's it's a very good lesson. It's an important lesson for everyone in every situation. My second lesson is that just because you're in a business, don't let a stranger inside because you don't. I mean, you just don't know what kind of trouble they're going to cause. <laughs> like, oh, they must be a customer. Like, no. They're a weirdo who doesn't say anything. Who's just staring at you? Like that's that's kind of a, a number one danger sign, there, buddy. That's a, that's all I'm saying. Anyways, we'll see you next week, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Mia, for picking the movie. Thanks, Mia. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Mia. <laughs> all right, bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 See ya. EarTrumpetAudio.com Ideas and entertainment. Loud and clear.